0: Uh, one time I almost fell off of an outdoor water slide. And, uh, because I was tall enough but not heavy enough. And I cracked my head off of the side of the water slide and washed down to the bottom. And I was fished out. And I called an ambulance and I had a huge egg on my head for the rest of the day. But I was actually okay. The only thing I could go on was the lazy river. But I've talked to other people who, who's that, like, that's happened to maybe four people I've talked to. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound.
1: Tonight, listeners, we take you to Canada through the indie pop territories and bring you to a musician that always delivers. Singer Molly Rankin and keyboardist Carrie McLellan began playing music in high school together. And now with their band, Always, they'll never be apart. We talked to Molly Rankin, and she told us about the last time she visited our simple three inches of snow here in Washington, D.C.
0: The last time we were here was last year. We were playing with a band called Yuck from the U.K., Okay. and um, the it was in the middle of that apocalyptic snowstorm the show was canceled and we were staying outside the Pentagon
2: how was that well, it I mean, was
0: actually really fun we p- did karaoke in the hotel room
2: what, what what's your if uh, in karaoke uh, in a karaoke pinch what's your song of preference
0: mm maybe strawberry wine <laughs> <laughs> a party starter though you have to choose you know you have to after there's like four or five romping tracks maybe you sneak in there with your ballad
2: what's a what's a party starting uh, karaoke song if somebody plays you're like i'm jealous uh
0: good question the last time we did karaoke oh even like a just a a really liberating ballad is a party starter, like uh, Carly Simon, like you're so Vain." That's <laughs> You're so vain You probably think this song is about you. You're so vain, you're so vain. Oh, I don't know if that's the actual title, but that just gets people all fired up. <laughs> right. Phil did Creed last time. It was very funny and amazing. Who's Phil?: Our drummer?
2: is phil good at uh he, and he killed it at creed he
0: everyone's good at karaoke that's why it's so much fun even when you're bad you're good <laughs>
2: <laughs> my uh, karaoke song of preference is like a virgin by madonna
0: mm. yes
2: yes yes I, I i normally i normally get an encore after that that's so. amazing i just want to let you know
0: <laughs> do you have to t- uh do you have to transpose it to the right key
2: no, I don't. No, wow. I don't. That's all, impressive. Keys. <laughs> all keys <laughs> All right, all right. So, um, what is your stuffed animal preference? Bunny. Bunny? Did you have a bunny when you were younger? Yes. What was the bunny's name?
0: Um, oh, I've had t- many bunnies. But I don't have. I'd also, I also haven't named my stuffed animals. They are just the, the breed of strain of animal they are bunny, <laughs> dog, bear. Uh, it
1: seemed natural that Molly would follow in her father's footsteps. Rankin's father, John Morris Rankin of the Rankin family, saw much success in the 1990s. Molly Rankin issued her first solo EP called She P in 2010, almost 20 years later. We asked her about her upbringing, and she told us about how much music influenced her town
0: and childhood.
2: All right. If you were head of tourism from where you grew up, how would you get people to come there? Where I grew up? Yeah.
0: The music is. Uh... Quite compelling. Okay. Its traditional Celtic music is sort of uh, the niche in Cape Breton. Uh, it's very unique. It's uh, from Scotland, so it's like a very rare thing. There's all kinds of other music, but it's very Scottish. If you don't have the money to go to Scotland, <laughs> you should just go to Cape Breton. So we are, <laughs> or go there beforehand, I don't know.
2: So who are, you, who are your favorite Celtic bands?
0: still Ashley McIsaac comes from Cape Breton do you know him
2: no I don't but I'm He's about great to. Okay.
0: yeah you can look him up Natalie McMaster um, Howie McDonald a lot of fiddle players mm-hmm. yeah
2: did you Uh, do your parents listen to Celtic music
0: yes sort of raised in a Celtic family okay so that's sort of what we listen to also Canadian roots rock <laughs> yes S- specific artists Oh, um, Tom Cochran. Okay. Was uh, it was like anything? Any record that we got from EMI for free, basically, because my father was on a record label okay. at that time. Um, what else? Some country? Charlie Major, Terry Clark, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff.
2: What's your favorite Terry Clark song? Dwight
0: Yoakam, um, Terry Clark. Yes. Oh. Does she have? Um, she's nobody's girl.
2: Sydney, does she? <laughs> or
0: I've got better things to do. That one's <laughs> good. Yeah.
2: All right. So uh, did you play an instrument when you were little?
0: Yes. I played, started with the piano, and then I played the fiddle for a while.
2: What age? Piano.
0: Probably five. Was it? We didn't y- have fun things to play with, so except for yeah. keyboards and stuff.
2: So when you were five, you are like, I want piano? Or, or were parents like, you know what? Would you like piano?
0: It was more of a... Uh, I don't feel like going outside today, and this is here. Okay. Maybe I'll play around with it.
2: What was, what was the name of your piano teacher?
0: Ooh, I'm gonna say Amanda McDougall.
2: Okay, okay. She's
0: since married, but I don't know her last, her new last name.
1: Always is made up of Carrie McClellan, Molly Rankin's childhood friend, Alec O'Hanley. Brian Murphy, and Phil McIsaac. They released their first album named after their band name in July 2014. Their album went to number one of the U.S. college charts the following month.
2: All right, so moving on to secondary school, if you had to uh, think, think of who you sat with during lunch, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, how do their careers differ from yours now?
0: A lot of them went into kinetics, into like uh, science, or some of them will probably be gym teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, who did I sit with at lunch, though? That's such a great question. Carrie. Carrie, who's in our band. She went uh, to NASCA like, art college. So okay. she did textiles and photography and painting.
2: Uh-huh. Did mm. you, did you, by the way, did, this is off kilter question. Did you bring your own lunch?
0: Yes. <laughs> Would you bring? The cafeteria was not so great. <laughs> no offense to the lovely ladies who worked in the cafeteria.
2: <laughs> no offense. All right, uh, so one staple question we asked to all of our, our, all of our guests is uh, we read somewhere that every gay artist secretly performs for an audience of one. All right, with that in mind, so who's the one person, as you've, as you've evolved, that you constantly want to impress besides self?
0: Could be anyone? Anyone. Mm, we really love Norman Blake from Teenage Fan Club. We uh-huh. really want to meet him. Okay. Right. Yes. So if I would like if you came to one of our shows, one of the good shows, okay. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> what difference between good and bad? Like, how do you define a good show?
0: Oh, just sound and uh-huh. our own performance. I don't really ever like judge a town or a venue or a audience. Okay. It's more. I base it on how we
2: do ourselves. So uh, walk me through your worst show. And it didn't have to be your fault. Just everything could have gone wrong.
0: One time we played in this, uh, I won't name the city, but it was a it. makeshift <laughs> a <laughs> makeshift venue. Um, and it was on the top floor. There were three flights of marble stairs, and we loaded in in the rain. <laughs> it was a spiral staircase, so we were carrying like a bass amp up the stairs. And then there was no window or anything, and there were like 500 people in the room. So I don't usually sweat very much, but I couldn't even hold on to my guitar. It was... My guitar was dripping in sweat. That's how f- like, and it was also very funny, but uh, Phil's drumsticks were flying out of his hands. <laughs> it was quite devastating. But we actually, it was a fun show. But it was the worst feeling. It was the worst. It we f- just felt really disgusting.
2: Uh, well, talking about feelings, walk me through your range of emotions on the day of a show. Hunger. Hunger. Everybody starts with hunger.
0: Everybody. Yeah, I d- I'm always hungry though. I don't know. I get really anxious and. uh you know, I have stage fright and stuff like that, so I get nervous. Mm-hmm.
2: So when, so if you have stage fright, when does it fa- is there a moment that's consistent during the performance when it's all faded? And you're like, I mean, is it, because I feel like that stuff, something like that just disappears. Throughout you the can act.
0: tell but probably by the end of, or halfway through the first song, uh-huh. if it's going to go away or not.
2: <laughs> now, now were you, uh, did you have a problem standing in front of uh, crowds when you were younger?
0: No, I think I loved it.
2: Okay. So what were some instances? A bit in of
0: an attention hog, probably.
2: What were some in- instances in which you uh, stood in front of a crowd when you were little?
0: Um, I used to sing. Oh, well, my mother used to make me do the rooster noise in the grocery store, uh, Let's which talk I more won't about do. It, well, <laughs> she would just, like, show the cashiers what, you know, like, sort of, like, show me off, exploit me. And I would do the. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. That I was pretty much a one trick pony.
2: <laughs> and what age did this last though?
0: age five <laughs> i had a good i had a good run maybe two year run with that <laughs>
2: <laughs> now I mean, are you now would you uh would this be reciprocated would you, will you make your own daughter do this
0: i will never have children it's so hard to think um yes absolutely probably because i would exploit them
2: okay. i just don't want kids so you, so you say you were a uh, attention hog are you how many siblings do you have if any one one Okay. The
0: scientific sibling.
2: Scientific sibling. Mm. Does scientific sibling play any instruments?
0: Yes, he played piano as well.
2: What is the scientific sibling's favorite song of yours?
0: Mm, the last song on our record called Red Planet is his favorite. Okay. And I always say he might not like the album because that one is not really very uh, fitting with the rest of the record. Sort of it's a whole other beast. In what way? It just sounds different. Sounds it's more spacey, more sparse.
2: More spacey, more sparse.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, how would you define the content of the r- record? Like, how would you define like if you had to give the record a feeling?
0: It's just sort of jangly guitar pop. Okay. Um. Love songs. I'm just not afraid to admit it.
2: Okay. All right. So, all right. So before all of this, like before before uh, before touring and everything, how did you think this was gonna be, and how is that different from different from how it actually is?
0: How has touring exceeded or not exceeded my expectations? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, now we have a tour manager, and okay. a sound guy, and it's really nice. This is this will be our third show with him. Okay. So this is exceeding my expectations. Shout him out. Um, let, 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 let the Mark.
2: Word. Okay. Okay.
0: He's amazing. Silver Fox. <laughs> He's around. Who's <laughs> Fox <Ooh>. Silver. <laughs> Silver Fox. <laughs>
2: is or is Mark the Silver Fox? Mark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay,
0: okay. You can also uh. call him Mork.
2: <laughs> Mork. <laughs> all right, so uh, what's the best mispronunciation of always that you've ever heard? Did you correct it?
0: All v- Okay. Or all v- ways. Okay. There are two. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, all right. You have a lot of awesome love songs, but there's not really a singular theme. All right, uh, what shapes the mix of idealism and cynicism in your lyrics?
0: Mm, that's sort of my underlying... Uh, that's sort of just my personality. I think I'm a, a little bit s- depressed um. and uh, cynical, but also most of the time happy. I don't really I don't know. I'm not like the nicest person either, so I don't know. some of it's really sad and depressing, and I'm okay with that.:
2: Well, uh, what cheers your, what cheers your spirits? What can you constantly lean on to cheer your spirits? Despair. Despair.
0: <laughs> so you say despair? No spirits. Oh spirits? <laughs> no. What makes my spirits No, what cheers your spirits? Oh. Um A new record that I really love, or even a new song.
2: Okay. How recent have you experienced that? Like give me somebody a record a new song where you're like, okay, oh, i a good place um
0: now. there's a song called Johnny and Mary, and it's so good. Okay. Um I don't know his, I don't know how to say his last name. His first name's Todd, and it's the whole record is amazing, and I think it's a really long record, but it's called John and Mary or Johnny and Mary, but we all love the song. It's so good.
2: So, All right, so uh, has anything you've ever written uh, made you cry, or you've cried in the process oh of writing no. it? Oh, no.
0: Absolutely <laughs> not.
2: If, if it has, would you admit it?
0: Uh, yes.
2: You would? You, t- you tell. I, intellig- am,
0: I would be honest about that.
2: <laughs> all, right. all right. So how did you end up writing such a sunny, poppy-sounding album in a cold Canadian winter?
0: Maybe longing for another climate. Though, be careful what you wish for because we're all going to be screwed.
2: Really? Uh, expound? Soon. Expound, please. How, how Expand? Are we expound. Oh. <laughs> how are we, we going to be screwed?
0: <laughs> oh, the climate is changing.
2: Really? Do you believe in climate
0: change? Everyone does.
2: (laughs) What's the temperature here? Who
0: doesn't (laughs) believe in climate change?
2: What's the temperature temperature here in D.C. right now? 20? No.
0: Like Celsius?
2: Oh, yeah. Good point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It might be 10 now. 10 Celsius. I don't know Fahrenheit. I won't even try. It'll be embarrassing.
2: Do you, Sydney? Do you? Yeah. Okay. I think it's like 58, 60, 60 degrees.
0: Yeah. It's beautiful.
2: All right. So, um, what is one place that you've never written music in that you fantasize about writing music in?
0: Hmm. Maybe a very high ceiling washroom in an old house or something.
2: A high ceiling washroom in an old house. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty achievable.
0: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like. I don't know. Maybe writing in a cathedral would be nice or something, <laughs> but. All right. They have security and all that stuff.
2: Okay. All right. What's one city that you've traveled to recently where you didn't think it was going to be as, as great as it was?
0: Oh, we went to Fargo.
2: Okay. Let's. All All right. Uh, I assume you've seen the movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. But I don't really, you know, you can't really drop that yeah. to people in Fargo. They're sick of it, I'm sure.
2: Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: They, a lot of people there have cool wizard beards, we've noticed. And a lot of them came to our show. There were maybe like 50 people at our show. Okay. That blew our minds.
2: What what was the venue there?
0: Oh, I don't know. It was right next to the th- the big theater that all the big bands play. Okay. Because there's a gigantic tour bus, and I forget the band that was playing beside us, but yeah, it was cool.
2: So so walk us so walk the listeners through scenically. Like when you arrive in Fargo, what do you see?
0: Lots of Best Buys, lots of Leon's, Staples, you know the big uh,
2: the hipster places.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see anything hipster related in Fargo, which was cool.
2: Okay. Alright, so in uh, in closing, what is, what is one song in all the universe uh, that you would like to have uh, play you out and play you in in this radio piece since we add a lot of music to this?
0: Um, is this music Teenage Fan Club? Madcap is produced by Daniel Bloom, David Ross, Afim Shapiro, and Juice Snatecki. Snatecki moves up in the world. Our intern is... Christy Nguyen.
1: MadcapDC.org. On Facebook and Twitter at MadcapDC.